who I've been. We still have plenty of time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact Rooney for this episode. Uh, we were literally in the middle. I think Goose was I mean, almost done with his his movie plot description. Nah, and, we were like well, exactly at the halfway. We were pretty far. Yeah. But uh, and then my power surged and everything shut wow, off. Wow, dude, really? Yeah, everything <laughs> shut wow. off and turned back on. And Goose was like, "Did that corrupt the file?" And I was like, "No way. This podcast board is eight hundred dollars, so I would imagine it would have a fail safe." Uh, for when things like that happen, and lo and behold, it did corrupt the file, and we lost the first uh, iteration. Iteration. So of we got to do this so, again. So we got to do this again. We probably won't sound as super jazzed. Yeah, we basically I, have to just repeat our conversation. Yeah, that was, and I don't remember all of our conversation. But what we had did we start talking about at the know. beginning? We, we really went off on. A t- was it about Jack Black? We went off on a tangent about something. Uh, we started talking about how Dazed and Confused was weird oh, and like overtly yeah, sexual. I guess we don't to need to. Yeah, children. yeah. And um, then we recommended you go see. Uh, uh, what was it? Everybody wants some Everybody instead because there's none of the weird stuff. Do you remember in it. Fast Times at Ridgemont High? It was like a I never saw. It, it. was like a Days and Confused knockoff. Essentially, it was good. It wasn't bad, but it was you know it was definitely tried hard to be Days and Confused. Anymore now, like eighth grade is the gold standard for like a slice of life yeah. being a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, incredible. Bo. Oh, you. That's the movie. Yeah. Bo Burnham's movie. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I heard it was God. really good. It's though. amazing. Um. Okay. So tell people what's happening, Fuck. and then I'm gonna turn on the AC because it's really hot in here. Yeah, all right. So we're doing Bernie. It's uh, episode four of the True Crime Cinema Club, and we're doing the movie Bernie, which came out in 2011, starring Jack Black, Shirley MacLaine, and Matthew McConaughey are probably the only actors in this movie anyone would recognize. Everybody else has only been in this movie, pretty much. So the movie's about Bernie Tiede, or Tiede, I don't know. I'm um, so fucking angry, dude. Like, that know. first iteration was so, like, so good. I know. It was amazing. We'll be all right. Yeah. We, we can fix it. We'll pretend to have a good time. Yeah, we'll pretend to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good reference. That's a new news to me. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Tiede plays a mortician slash funeral director because he prefers that term. Yeah. Um, at, in a small town called Carthage in Texas, and he is described in a documentary style, floating heads interview, sort of quasi like real slash movie yeah. uh format of being an, a wonderful man he he just everybody fucking loves this dude he's the nicest guy and it's jack black playing his heart out being yeah. the nicest guy that jack black probably could be and it's just infectious bernie is also described as being a little light in his loafers he is a little, a little light, light in, in his loafers. loafers yeah they're you know i kind of like that better let's do it like yeah. that so like the movie kind of jumps around a little at the beginning because of these vignettes of like yeah uh, you know, is Bernie dating? Like, they'll just pop up on the screen with that question, or uh, is Bernie gay? There is some speculation that he might be a gay, because he's just a little effeminate. Yeah. You know, he's um, just, and it's Texas, you know? Yeah, so it, someone it, being a little different yeah, or is already someone, like, sus. caring about their hygiene and yeah. their, their their outward appearance, the people in Texas are like, oh, you're gay. He wore hemmed shorts yeah, above the navel, yeah. sandals <laughs> everywhere. So that's uh, like, this dude's fucking They're like, hemmed sh- Oh, damn. What'd you, what'd what you do? The? I was just got my le- arm what'd there. What'd you do? Your cat just I've never me. seen her do that. What, what did you do? You, I think she was laying on the side, and when you moved your elbow, you accidentally like put oh, your elbow on her, so hey. she like hit you to, All right, to let you know. she's embracing it. We're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she definitely, she, I'm I've sorry never, about that. never seen her attack somebody, <laughs> dude. Holy crap. <laughs> we have a complicated relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Bernie's the nice dude in town. The other person played by Shirley MacLaine is uh, Marjorie Nugent, and she's uh, the wife of a husband 
obviously, because that's what a wife is. That's I was just reading my say. notes like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, who had an oil company, got rich in the 60s, invested all his money, boomer style, didn't buy, pay for anything. He dies, and now Marjorie Nugent has loads of money. Yeah. And um, Bernie is such a nice dude that he always visits the widows of the men that he buries. Phenomenal individual. Uh, which... Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. It's a little weird. He's he, like, they don't do that. And the yeah, guy was yeah. even like, I never asked him to do that. Yeah. But not like he was sus. He's just like, I thought that was so nice. But I was like, okay, I don't know. Weird. Uh, but he visits Marjorie. And at first, she doesn't really give a shit about him. Yeah. And uh, But he comes back again. You know, he's even more charming. He's pure Bernie, pure Jack Black. It's wonderful. And um, she uh, invites him in, and he goes, oh, it would be my pleasure. And it's just the <laughs> nicest way. Um, Marjorie Nugent, like, to understand the contrast, she's not a well-liked person. She's a huge bitch. Yeah. Huge nobody, bitch. Nobody in town likes someone her. Someone in town describes her uh, as a hateful bitch. Another says that they uh, someone would have shot her for $5. Yeah, yeah. Her own family. She was sued by her daughters to get access to the her husband's wealth. And uh, they didn't speak to each other for four years. I mean, at all. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. place takes this takes place four years after that. And um, so he does take quite a liking to Marjorie, despite everyone's understanding. Like no one really gets it. They're just like, maybe he's just such a fucking nice guy. And yeah. he does explain that like she is a lonely woman. And like, yeah, because she's a bitch. Yeah, it's like, like really a, mean. Like I said in the previous recording of this, uh, that. You know, obviously there's spoilers in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. If you've already seen the movie, whatever, you know what's going <laughs> to happen. We forgot the spoiler yeah, alert. You know, you know what's going to happen, but um, people, you know, their relationship, you know, at the end of it got very uh, more like Bernie was her servant. Um, but people were like, why didn't you just leave? And he was like, well. It's her only friend. Even though she treated him like shit, he was like, I was her only friend. She didn't have anybody. And if I left, she would, ha- she would truly have nobody. I was like. Such a fucking nice dude. He like, is. Like, such a and, sweetheart. And, you know, at the beginning, even, like, as Bernie becomes closer and closer friends to her, um, she seems to, like, respond really positively to him. She seems yeah. to really like be- having him around. She starts taking him on vacations. He starts inviting her to everything he goes to. And uh, they, like, they start to develop a, a real relationship. And it seems to be pretty nice. We, we also understand about Bernie that he's a bit of a shopaholic. Yeah. And, like, they have a scene of him buying handfuls of bird clocks because he always gives everything away. And I was yeah. like, bird clocks, classic old lady gift. You just kill. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, basically, if you have, a like, a widower's uh, gift basket, you just put a bird mm-hmm. clock in it. Uh, and then those hard candies, you don't seem to know where it is. Yeah, like the, the strawberry like the ch- ones. Yeah, the yeah. strawberry ones. I was yeah. going to say that, yeah. Or, like, caramel candies or yeah. something like that. Yeah, hey, I butterscotch. love caramel. I love butterscotch oh, and same. caramel yeah. candies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the... But yeah, he's he's kind of a shopaholic, but he does do a lot for people, like for people. He does yeah. house repairs. He does like sewing for the school. He was in charge of like Christmas decorations. He was like financially counseling minors, like people who mine, not yeah, children. Yeah, not children. And uh, he's doing radio spots uh, for obituaries where he'd like kind of doll it up and like make people sound nice. Yeah. There was one where the guy was like a drunk piece of shit who went around and fought people all the time and someone like killed him. Yeah. And he was like known for his lively conversation skills. So I was like, <laughs> beautiful touch. Oh, I love that. Uh, I, lo- I love when like someone in town is like so unliked and they, so they get killed and they're just like, the, the town's like, oh, that happened. 
uh, sidetrack story since, you know, we lost a lot of time. Uh, that happened in my, my mom's town. There was a guy in her was, Is she from Missouri? No, no, no. She's from Oklahoma. Oh, there's there a, was, Okay, I want to tell you about something. Yeah, Go she's ahead. In like, uh, so in Alt Mulgee, there was this guy where they grew up who was just like a piece of shit. Like, always fought people. Like, if you went to a bar and he walked in, you were like, all right, let's stay. Like, let's leave because he's probably going to try to fight somebody. Um, and he was known by the police. Police couldn't do anything about him because they'd never caught him in the act. But he was like just a horrible person to be around. It was like if he was around you you were probably going to get hit or like get robbed or something like that just not a good guy and one day he's walking across the street and someone sees him and runs him the fuck over and kills him and the police no. are just like oh we don't know what to do about Bro, this okay and just let him that do is let, crazy yeah. because this movie made me want to read this book that i've had on my list forever it's yeah. called in broad daylight uh it's by harry mclean if you ever want to check it out yeah there is another book called In Broad Daylight, written by Seth Harwood, and it's a piece of shit crime book about a serial killer in Alaska. I read it on accident, because I didn't pay attention to the What's author. What's the serial killer in Alaska's name? Is it Robert Hansen? No, it's not real. Uh, it's all okay. fake oh, it's bullshit. Fake? Okay. It's garbage. Yeah. It's a garbage book. So read the right one. Yeah. But it's about this guy named Ken McElroy. Same thing, but he's from this town in Missouri. Biggest piece of shit. And he even like bullies judges and shit. Oh, so really? like, he, yeah, can't, yeah. he can't even get convicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scared a whole court out of Jesus like getting in trouble. Christ. And one day he's, like, starting shit with someone in the street. Uh, it's a little town, you know, yeah. but there's, like, 50 people there. Yeah. Someone shoots this dude in, in fucking broad daylight in front of everyone. <laughs> no one says who it was, and no one gets convicted. Dude, it's also, like, people don't understand the power in not talking oh, during, like, a court. You can't like, do shit. Did you see the, the article about the bikers in uh, uh, Waco? There, there was a big – it was a big thing. There was a big fucking, like – uh, brawl between two motor clubs and I think like seven or eight people died because died of it. but nobody got convicted That's because hard. none of the bikers would That's talk so legit. that is the le most legit shit I've ever That's seen so and I don't know if all the people sad that died, about all the people dying I, I hope they were I don't know if they were all part of the I MC hope they were died. all bikers. I'll look it up while you're talking yeah. but uh, I, I I hope it wasn't like some random bystander that died. Sad. Oh, look, that that is really sad. But that like the power in just not saying shit and the fact that there was like a hundred of them or something and none of them oh, said anything. I think I, wasn't there a shooting? It, yeah, it was yeah. a shootout. Yeah, it was between two. Uh, I'll look it up. Was that in Nevada or something like that? It was that? a Waco, that, I thought. That sounds super familiar. I think I know what you're talking about. But anyway, it's like 2015 or something. Yeah, it was recent. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, six years ago is recent to me now. Uh, the we're talking about them. Yeah, he's a shopaholic. He's doing it all. And uh, we start to think that, like, they are starting to date because there's this, like, this – one of the Talking Head interviews mentions seeing him kiss her on the cheek, but he, like, makes a small voice in the yeah, back of his throat, yeah. which I was like, Ugh, I don't know how you could have heard that shit. But uh, – the and we – now we're also introduced for the first time a district attorney named Danny Buck, played by the incredible Matthew McConaughey, uh, talking about how – their relationship seemed kind of close and uh marjorie's accountant who's like probably one of the only involved people in her life because he manages her money yeah, and she yeah, has yeah. a lot of it uh is talking about how much money they spent on vacations together like a hundred grand and she bought him a rolex and rolex and everything and like they went to russia um so they're a little sus of that and it's weird because the movie uh is pretty normal up to this you don't really know what it's about at all and then a da is involved and you're like oh why you know yeah. it's it starting to feel uh kind of allude to something so the that same da also mentions that he had for knowledge of for sure bernie having two relationships with formerly straight men 
and he had a subscription to Men's Health, which he thought was definitely evidence of him being a gay guy. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, and you know, he's a fictional character, so maybe that wasn't even real, but uh, it reminded me of in the 30 seconds or less case, or 30 minutes or less case, yeah. when the cop was like, how could he have done that yeah. if he wasn't in on it? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, what yeah. are you what talking you about? Out, <laughs> uh, oh, so, on that uh, that biker brawl, um, oh, yeah. it was trouble was brewing at a Twin Peaks restaurant when between ro- rival motorcycle gangs, including the uh, Cossacks and the Banditos. Apparently, 150, uh, 155 of them were brought up on charges of organized crime. Uh, number so twenty people, nine people were killed. Twenty people were injured. Nine. Some of those people that were injured were police officers. Like they, they shot cops, and so oh no, uh, and and they shot the police. So um, oh, he no. basically like they were all indicted on these or- organized crime charges, but they dropped all of them, but twenty four indictments to and brought those guys up on riot charges, and they still did not have enough evidence to provide proof upon reasonable wow. doubt of guilty, and they dropped. All Every, the charges. Well, when they brought them up on the so riot charges, so were all charges, the people bikers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the fight, yes. I mean, it so, cops. Who cares? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I gotta keep reading, but I'm just throwing, the, just telling you right what it is right now. But like the 24 people they brought up on charges of riot, the statute of limitations are already expired for Dang. it, so they didn't get indicted. Dude. That's so yeah, tight. That's fucking crazy. Oh my Man, god. Man, imagine dude. working at a Twin Peaks and you see 150 bikers dude, come in. Uh, You're like, banditos I and shit. I'm, like, I'm I good. Quit dog. This I'm about, job. Yeah, I'm about to die. These people in a room together is simply not going to work. It says about 12 15 p.m. local time, a fight report. Reportedly started in the bathroom, then moved into the bar, and finally spilled in the parking Hell lot where motorcycle yeah. riders went at each other with guns, knives, chains, and clubs. <laughs> what a psych to see! Oh dude. no! I would watch that shit from like a rooftop. Yeah, like, yeah. this is like, incredible. Yeah, y'all yeah. crazy, dude. Uh, we'll y'all do an episode about that. For shit. real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, anyway, the movie's going on, and the relationship seems to have developed, and we see Marjorie rewrite her will, and she dedicates the entire thing to Bernie. She cuts the whole family out. She gives him power of attorney so he can spend her money however he wants. Um, but immediately after that happens, we get an interaction at where they're at the only Mexican restaurant in town. It's the only restaurant they yeah, show in the movie. Ha- it, because it, that's how small yeah, towns that's are. That's a we small said town like, icon. I come from a small town, and we have like one Mexican restaurant yeah. that everybody goes the to. Fa- there's this facility at the job I used to work at in this town in Missouri. And every time you go out there, the only place to get lunch is the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, there's a, and it's awful. There's a town I drive through on my way to Oklahoma that has a small town with a Mexican restaurant, and it's all the police are there at a certain time yeah. of day to have dinner. <laughs> and the one in my town is especially bad because there's bad blood between family members of mine. Uh-huh. So they'll see each other, and like one of my family members was like saying bye to everybody. He's like, see you later. And he saw the table that had the family members we got bad blood with, and they were sitting with someone he was cool with. And he was like, oh, I'll see you later. And he looked at the other family member and was like, see you later, bitch, and like walks <laughs> off. I was like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Y'all are out here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it skips to them at dinner, and he had like, she wanted some pills to eat uh, before she ate, and yeah. he didn't know that she wanted them, and she was being a huge bitch about it. She was like, well, fucking go get them, and it's kind of a, like a sudden transition, but the movie skips forward two years, and he shows him getting flying lessons that she's paying for, and like, he's, you know, living with her. Yeah. And she had convinced him to quit his job, uh, not quit, but go part-time at the funeral home and become basically a personal servant. She fires the rest of her staff, and he takes over for, like, almost everybody except for, like, a gardener. And um, 
And and again, she's just being mean as shit. And now we're in the Mexican restaurant again, two years later, of course. And uh, she's like re- chewing her refried beans twenty five times before she swallows. And because she always chews her food twenty five, so and he's weird. like going nuts. Yeah. Just, and it, it, I felt like it really encapsulated the like when you hate someone, anything they do annoys you. And but like she was doing it on purpose, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, extra, yeah. like, oh fuck, motherfucker. Um, and you know, Bernie is depicted as like never giving any of it back. Like he's just takes yeah, it, which is yeah. sad. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, she's jealous and controlling and demanding. And the first time in the movie, we're introduced to now a defense attorney, and he seems to be kind of speaking for Bernie. And he says, uh, how overly generous that Marjorie was and that she was doing that to make him dependent. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it sounds like a defense, which obviously. Was also ob- which was obvious, too. Oh, yeah, because like, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, he was her only friend, so she was like, and she got, jet, like, protective and was like, I don't want you. It was like an abusive partner, yeah. essentially. Like, and, I don't want you going And, like, he works for and makes, that's how he makes his money and he's do the things he wants to do and does are now paid for by her. So yeah. there is a dependency there. Yeah. And, um... The I, I did mention that I thought it was interesting seeing another, in this case, potentially gay man, uh, getting too involved with money because it reminded us reminded me of the Philip Morris. Oh case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I, it's so funny what he says in the movie it's, where he was expensive. like, he yeah. was like, what they don't tell you about being a gay man is it is real expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Bernie the is working at a play and he gets paged to leave immediately like he can't he calls her and she just won't even have it so he leaves and he meets uh carl the yard keeper in the driveway as he's leaving and the carl's leaving the place and he uh had just gotten fired for stealing a lawnmower that he was taking to get fixed and and she throws a a racial slur at him like it's clearly just a made-up q accusation like just be shitty and uh, she is furious and she's screaming like she's outside the house when Bernie pulls up and she just won't listen to anything he's saying and he's just not really having it which good for him yeah, you know, he's finally stand standing up for himself yeah. and he's like I'm not going to do this with you so he starts to walk away or drive away rather and she closes the gate on him like prevents him from leaving and oh. she even mentions uh, like I thought it was kind of heavy handed but she's like you'll never leave me Yeah, yeah and I was yeah. like okay shit yeah, we, we get Christ, it we yeah. get it and uh, then we cut back to the defense attorney saying that she was treating him like her property. And and that really is what it felt like. It was, it was pretty scary. Um, so the movie goes on, and it shows him trying to shoot an armadillo in the yard. Yeah. She's forcing him to do it. He really doesn't want to do it. He yeah. barely knows how to. He's got his Ruger 1022. Yeah. And, um, and he misses, and he just can't do it. Later... They're in the garage. She's being mean to him. She's walking to the car. And he, it, it cuts to him, his face, and then it just kind of – the next scene is him holding the gun, and, he, and it cuts to his face every time he pulls the trigger. He fires four times. Yeah, he shows him yeah. flinching every time. And and he, like, kind of comes to and throws the grunt on the ground and is like – you know, he's tragically upset. It's a really sad yeah, scene yeah, yeah. despite, like, being a murderer, yeah, you know? Yeah. And he's like, what do I do? What do I do? Very next scene is him playing in his his play's dress rehearsal. Yeah. Like, just boom. What do I do? Cuts to the dress rehearsal. 
And he just starts covering for her. He starts lying for her. Yep. People are like, where is he? And she's like, oh, or he says she's not feeling well. She has some mini strokes. And everyone's like, okay. You know, like, uh, there was, then, nobody likes her. Nobody so likes gonna, her. They're not going to question and it. And that was just like the fucking painting game yeah, case yeah, where yeah. no one questioned about Victor because yeah. he was such a piece of shit. <laughs> and um, the there was one part where, oh, yeah, he calls the hairdresser that she's been seeing for 30 years. Yeah. And he's like, she doesn't want to see you anymore. You don't do a good job and it costs too much money. And it, it, like you could tell it breaks his heart to say it. And it's really sad because it cuts to the hairdresser and he was like, I was really hurt about yeah, that. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, and that's like one of the only people who seemed to be like upset, you know, about Mar- Marjorie not being around. But so almost no one responds. But the accountant is starting to get a little sus. Yeah, He's yeah, getting yeah. suspicious. Uh, the only time he, he can only get a hold of Bernie and yeah, Bernie's saying like she had a mini stroke and he's even like pretending to like talk for her, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Bernie starts to get generous. He starts paying for people's trips, uh, for like the school, you know. Uh, he, which I thought it was crazy. He pays for the school to go to Russia. I was like, why is there so much Russia, Russia in this movie? I was like, what? <laughs> in South Texas? I okay, whatever. Fucking, uh, I thought it was cool. He's he's paying uh, for new wings for the church, huh? If I well go on, hold on, let me look. Uh, yeah, he's paying for playhouses for people's kids. Interesting fact, though, is he kept his old house, and he drives his own car, and it was financed, and he was late on payments. So that's – I thought that was really fascinating. I mean he's basically blowing this money but on exclusively other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stockbroker, his name's Lloyd, is, uh, starts doing some digging, and he gets the cops to follow up, and they just don't really buy it because they also hate Marjorie. They're like, I don't really want to see her. They tell yeah, Bernie that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, cops being – Garbage, <laughs> garbage at their job. Just fucking turning up. Have we had a single eye. story where the cops weren't shit? Mm. I mean, you could almost say they were weren't shit for the Philip Morris case I because mean, they caught they, him. Yeah, and they did but their he did job. Get out. But he did it. I mean, but the cops aren't the reason he escaped prison. They're correctional officers. So that's true. Correctional officers are that's not true. That's, Although they're all on the same side. That's uh, yeah, but the correctional officer is just a job you get on like an Indeed search. It's not like you got to go to that's school true. or anything. Yeah. Um. But the stockbroker's doing some digging, and he he goes to the bank, and the bank ma- manager is like, "I haven't seen Marjorie just at all. It's only been Bernie." And yeah. then it cuts to the sheriff's again, and they're they're cracking into her home. They search through the house. Bernie's not there, and um, they look through the house, and they find Marjorie's body in a freezer yeah. under a stack of meat. They they notice it because the freezer's taped shut. Yeah, again with the freezer. Yeah, well, the fucking, corpse freezer. I mean, it's I, it's 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 a common. I mean, it's a common thing because people are like, oh, you know, what are you doing? Your cat's trying to step on this this tray full oh, of stuff. Oh my god, are you fucking <laughs> serious, War Chief? Are you serious? But I mean, it's a common thing. Cause it's like, what do I do with this body? Oh, but just put it in the freezer so it doesn't decompose. Yeah, like and that. that's it. Yeah. And um, Keep talking. I gotta go fix this issue. Then. So they go and grab Bernie, and uh, he's at the Mexican restaurant. It's funny because the DA is like, we're looking for a calculated killer. Yeah. Yeah. It's mine. It sounds a little echoey. You hear that? Oh, it's because of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. Uh, so, uh, he, yeah. They're like, he's a calculated killer. And it cuts to him being at the Mexican restaurant celebrating like a baseball team, <laughs> a kid's baseball team win. And the cops get him and it cuts straight to him confessing. He confesses right away. He's like, yeah, I did it. And he yeah. feels horrible. It's a really sad scene. And you can even see that the cop is sad. Yeah, he's like, yeah, damn, yeah. Bernie. Come on, Bernie. He's like, 
Are you sure you didn't do something else? <laughs> he's like, all right, shit. Here's your chance to lie. And he even says then, he's like, she was just being so mean and possessive. And it's sad. And then they do a bunch of the talking head interviews. And the town can't believe it. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, like, they were no fucking way. No way. They're like, this isn't true. They, they cut to Danny Buck eating at a, a diner. <laughs> and he's just being accosted by everyone in town. And they're like, <laughs> he didn't do it. And, and Danny Buck's like, I have a confession. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he just said that he did it. Um, and everybody in town is like, if I'm on that jury... I'm not gonna vote to convict. Yeah, yeah and I'm that like, was a big thing I'm like, too. bitch, you can't just say that. Yeah, like, if you want to, yeah, yeah, I was like, if you want to play it, be quiet. Yeah, but uh, because of that, like, and everybody's saying that they're like, I'm not gonna vote to convict, even though he confessed. Some yeah. people think like maybe he didn't. Uh, like some people think like he didn't do it. Yeah, the, or the confession was forced. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. someone does make a really good point that. He wanted to be caught because he could have just thrown the body out of a plane or something. Yeah, like, that's he had true. Nine yeah, months to deal with and it. He, he, if you I don't mean, have a body, you don't have a case. Money in the world too. Easy. Yeah. 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 So and he he doesn't do it. So um, the town hounds the fuck out of the DA, and because of that, uh, they he convinces the the judge to move the case. Yeah. Which that as far as and they maybe it's not true, but the people in the story say. They have never seen a case be moved because someone was so well liked. Yeah, yeah, they only move people because they're so shitty. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, he did it, mm-hmm. you know. But th- in this case, everyone's like, nah, or like, don't go too hard on him, you know. Um, they move the thing. He goes to jail. He's leading a Bible class and a cooking class. Everybody loves him. The DA has a confession, and he's like, I don't know if I'm gonna get yeah. this, <laughs> you know. Uh, the government seizes his money and everything he bought with it. They take businesses that he loaned money to. They take houses that he bought for people. They take cars that he bought from people. They take the church. I was like, damn, that is hardcore. And he spent 600 grand of her money in nine months, which is quite a bit. Yeah. I thought what was interesting was he wasn't moving. They say that, maybe it's not true. They say that he wasn't touching any of the stocks because the portfolio, that dude in charge of it would be able to stop it. Yeah. But. She did get fifty thousand dollars a month from oil royalty checks, yeah. and like he was, so uh, he didn't even spend. You know, he spent like a year of just yeah. cash off top. Yeah, you know? yeah, which is fucking crazy. I know, yeah. I know the amount of money that dude has. Uh, yeah. So the rest of the movie is just kind of the trial, and they interview a few people. They try to interview one of the family members, and they're like, "You haven't even talked to the mom. You don't care about yeah, this yeah, bitch." Yeah. yeah. And, but the woman was sad about, like, finding her mom's body in a freezer. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. you could be sad Still about your mom. that. Like, yeah. yeah. That's a horrible thing. Uh, Bernie himself says that he never wanted to get rid of the body so he could bury it properly, which, yeah, believable, yeah. I guess, you know. he And, but I thought it was interesting because in the trial, Danny Buck kind of takes a weird angle of trying to portray him as, like, a calculated killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a monster. And I, I was like... The, it doesn't really seem like that. His confession doesn't really seem like that. None of the evidence does. It seemed like really Ex- like... Especially all the stuff I was reading about the case. It doesn't seem like he he was... No, like, it reminds me a lot, in fact, of the fucking... Uh, was that... Oh, her name was Marjorie Deal Armstrong in the Brian Wells case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She shot her husband yeah. in an abusive situation. She got off for yeah. it. So, you know, I had kind of forgotten about it. And, you know, the first time I watched the movie, I was like, man, is he going to go to jail? Like, I, I couldn't tell. I didn't know if you wanted me to tell how it ends. 
Uh, I'll do that. I mean, I, yeah, but, I can. Yeah, do that. so or you can you can give away as much as you want. Yeah. Uh, so they he they, in the movie, uh, everybody goes to see him at the trial, but he is found guilty, and the town is like devastated, and he gets a, a pretty decent uh, prison sentence, but he's still getting visited in town. Uh, <clears throat> what was cool about the movie itself, uh, and, and that is the end of the movie. Yeah. That uh, one they show. Bernie and Marjorie, like real pictures of them, and the people they pick look dead on. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, they holy look, shit, yeah. Jack Black like looks like yeah. this guy. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. Um, the floating head interviews they do are like half real people and half actors yeah. playing the real people. So like Bernie's boss uh, in the movie was played by an actor, but they interview this like one Texas dude from a diner, and he's like, uh. Like, he's real as fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah dude, yeah, it's yeah, hilariously yeah. real. It's so funny because he's talking about the town that they moved the trial to, and he's like, they are the dirtiest bunch of hobble-loving hicks. Like, they got more tattoos than teeth, and, like, he just thinks that it's, they're, like, the most the garbage worst. people. He's yeah. so funny. Um, they also, let's see, I found out later. Oh, yeah, and... The oh we already talked about that one so yeah basically that's the movie and I really just thought this was like one of Jack Black's best yo and it's not a well known movie either. no it's in so fact good. it got some awards like for being an underrated movie yeah. too because like no one kind of knew about it it's, like yeah it's people tend to dismiss serious movies by funny actors but there's been tons of good ones and this is like one of the best I I absolutely loved this movie there's scenes that like made me want to cry scenes that I thought were like really nice yeah you know it's a super super funny movie even though we're telling you everything that's happening in this movie still watch it it's a really oh, good movie oh it's great Jack Black Oops. performance in the movie <laughs> yeah. is just unbelievable um so, so yeah real talk what happens so for the actual case i got a lot of what are you doing weirdo i got a lot of information from wikipedia but the main source of information came from a texas monthly article that was written let me find this dude's name uh by skip hollinsworth uh if you want to learn all there is to know about the case, I highly recommend reading his his uh, article. It's very good, very in-depth. Is she going to get in what, there like that? Why are you going? His cat's trying to jam herself her in the side of a yeah, drawer. Yeah, in between a drawer. <laughs> why Why would you do that? There's one down here that's open. God, I was like, you're she's going to choke herself. Yeah, yeah, you're weird as hell. All right, anyway, sorry. Um, so uh, Bernie Tade was born in Ab uh, Abilene, Abilene, Texas in 1958. His, his father was from <laughs> Olengal, Voln Oblast, Ukraine. Uh, wow. He immigrated to the United States with his family in 1926, um, and his father oh. his father was like a very like like good musician. He 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 spent a lot of time being a professor of music and choral and a he fled choir Ukraine, director like, right before yeah. the the famine. That's why I was that's, th that's why I think there might be a lot of mentions of like Europe and like Russia because oh. his father was it, from they Ukraine. They never mentioned that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I thought. Okay. Um so Bernie graduated from Cooper High School in Abilene, Texas in 1976. Afterwards, he became a mortician or uh, working at uh, Cartage as an assistant director of the Hawthorne Funeral Home. He was very well-liked in town, very loving, charismatic. You know, he was really just like, he was one of those people, like we said, like nobody had a bad thing to say about him. Um, even if they tried, you know, the, the worst they said was he was a little light in his loafers, yeah. and that's about it. 
So in March of 1990, Bernie meets Marjorie Nugent at her husband's funeral. Her husband being a wealthy oilman and banker. Uh, Bernie helped arrange uh, the funeral due to him being the assistant yeah. director. Uh, um, and not long after this, the two become pretty inseparable. Like you said, he goes and visits the widows. and, and someone, well, That's real. Yeah, no one ever did that. That's so, weird. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's legit, like he's just being a nice guy? I think it's him just being a nice guy. I, I don't think there's ulterior motives Didn't there. Didn't we have, man, I'm trying to think. There was like a story about a Oh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, he like always bangs yeah, on the old yeah, lady. Yeah. That's kind of what it was making me think yeah, of. That's yeah, fair. yeah, I get that. Yeah, okay. Um, so Marjorie is f- more than 40 years older than Bernie, uh, to give you a difference of their age here. Wow, I didn't even um, think about that. Yeah, yeah. Nugent. I should have said that. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, and they're depicted as yeah, older. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's much, much older than he is. Nugent, uh, Marjorie is known as, quote unquote, a crotchety bitty who tended to get on people's nerves. Like that's a quote from the, uh, someone said from the Texas monthly article, uh, woman in town stating that if she was on jury duty, she would vote to acquit Bernie. Like that's how like unliked Marjorie was and how like Bernie was. So as I said, the two become inseparable. And in 1991, Marjorie even alters her will and disinherits her only child, Rod Nugent. Uh, she does mention in the movie that it's because he's a doctor and he can provide for his family. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, fuck him. Um, yeah, so she leaves her entire $10 million estate to Bernie. Uh, they spend all their time together, and in 1993, per Marjorie's request, Bernie quits his job to, oh, quote-unquote, that's what I read, is okay. that he full-on yeah, quits, wow. uh, to, quote-unquote, work for Nugent full-time as her business manager and travel companion. Uh, things were not as great as they seemed, though. Marjorie was very controlling. She wouldn't let Bernie go anywhere without her. He or, she essentially would not let Bernie have his own life outside of being friends slash working How for her. How did this guy marry her? Remember the, her host husband? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe what? she was not like this when she was younger. What the fuck? Um, so in November of 1996, Bernie uh, had essentially snapped after this this torment essentially because she was very like i said it was like an abusive relationship she wouldn't let him go anywhere she wouldn't let him do anything if if he was not and like even if she's not hurting him physically yeah like mentally lashing someone down or verbally every day is abuse especially somebody who who won't Stand up yeah, for exactly. Like, like a real people uh, pleaser. Yeah, yeah. And, and if she was not waiting on, if Bernie was not waiting on her hand and foot, she was. She turned into just the fucking worst person to him. Like she was so hateful to him. Uh, so eventually, um, as I remember correctly, you know, like even to the point where Marjorie would like make really unsavory comments about Bernie's friends and stuff like that. And like if he tried to rebuttal with anything, she would cut him down. Uh, but in 1996, Jesus. Bernie snaps and he shoots Marjorie four times in the back with a 22 caliber rifle, and he places her body in a deep freezer that they had in the house to store food. So after a murder, murder. So okay, here's what I I do want to know about that. Yeah. Do you know if there was anything about the armadillo thing? Like, was the gun sitting in the garage like they show in the movie? I didn't see anything about the armadillo thing. My my thing about that is I want to know where the gun came from. Like. In the movie, they show it like it's just sitting in the garage, yeah. and then he's holding it, and so it could seem like a sudden thing. But if he like goes and unlocks his gun out of somewhere, you know, yeah, that's I think kind of different. Um, uh, like in the in the Texas Monthly article, the only thing like I just because I didn't see anything about it, so I just uh, control F gun. 
Um, and it says, uh, basically, he said he never actually planned to kill her, despite what he said in his confession, and that when he'd done so, he felt as if he had just watched himself pick up the gun and start firing. I would imagine... Pick up just, the gun. So I, I almost would imagine, wonder if it was just sitting around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Texas, so, like... I mean, it's not crazy for a ten twenty two to just be sitting yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, um... Uh, after a murder, Bernie begins using Nugent's money for like civic activity, activities. He gifts a lot of money to academic and civic groups. Uh, he gives money to his friends as well as people in need who can't pay for their you know finances and stuff like that, who just need help. None of this raised any red flags because Marjorie had given Bernie power of attorney over all of his funds. Marjorie had is even you know quoted saying she hopes that Bernie spends all of her money before she died so her kids couldn't get any. Uh, so her family couldn't get any. Ruthless. Uh, yeah, But crazy. also good for her. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. sit on it. Yeah, no, for sure. Spend it. Not a fucking dragon, dude. Uh, yeah. So nine months later, Rod, Marjorie's estranged son, went to her house after not being able to get a hold of her. I've seen two different tellings of this. Okay. I've seen that Rod files a missing persons report, and him and his daughter went to Marjorie's house and found her body. Uh, I've also seen that police found Marjorie's body when they searched the property. It might be a little bit of both. It might be that I would think both. he filed the missing persons report and, and the, the police, police escorted it, yeah. and he's with the police and, yeah. and they find it. That's Which what makes I, sense. That's yeah. what I kind of think happened. So in early of 1999, Bernie is put on trial for the murder of Marjorie. Uh, obviously, you know, they, they could not like have this trial in Cartage because they couldn't find jury members that would jury, not yeah. yeah that would not be like i because even like in the movie the people even tell like the da like i'm we, we're i'm gonna quit him if i'm on yeah. this jury um if you want to do that shit keep yeah it to yeah yourself. keep it on the dl i don't have dude. any problem with yeah, that for shit. real keep it on the dl um so uh where was i uh 99 bernie is put on trial for the murder of marjorie he testified that he loved nugent even though life had life with her had been quote-unquote being in prison to some degree uh, like being smothered, and he did. Oh uh, wow, they use that quote exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like I said, this is you know I'm trying. I tried not to like rip off the Texas Monthly article, but it just got so much information in it. That yeah, I highly recommend you read it because it's it, there's a lot more information that I'm telling you. I just don't want to like plagiarize this dude's work, so um, I put in what I felt was necessary to the case. Um, he stated that he never planned to kill her, despite what he said in his confession. Because uh, he did confess, like in the movie, he confessed immediately, saying that he did. But uh, oh, so interesting thing about the confession. Um, I was reading that it says he had fantasized about hitting her over the head with a bat, but yeah. it ended up shooting her because he didn't want her to suffer. Yeah. And in the yeah. movie, they ask about like that, and he says, you know, I had I had thought about her dying in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that makes it a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, that's kind of like a premeditated at meditative aspect to it as well. But, um, he said that in his confession that as he did it, he felt like he was watching himself in third person commit the crime. Uh, so they moved the, the trial and everything like that. The, um, jury took 90 minutes to convict him. And two days later, Bernie was sentenced to life in prison. He left the courthouse as, yeah, as he leaves the courthouse, he has people from Cartage outside the courthouse telling them that they love him. That and that you know it's gonna be all right. Uh, they're and like, they know that he murdered. Yeah, a person. yeah. It's like his like a group of supporters. Like that's how well liked Bernie was that he literally murdered somebody and people were like, you know, we love you. Like it's gonna be okay because he just he wasn't. You know, I you know I'm a little conflicted on this because it's like he did kill somebody, but also like. He was in kind of abusive relationship and he, he was yeah. just a well liked. That's kind of my thing. It can it is. 
it can be abusive even if there's a physical power disparity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, I don't know. You know, like Danny Buck says in the movie, if someone shot you in the four back or shot you in the back four times, would you want me to take it easy? Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, he murdered someone. You yeah, can't. You just you can't, can't let just, that go. Yeah, you can't like, write that off. Like, even he, if she's an awful a, person, he took a human life. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you don't like, have the right make, to take exactly. someone's life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's it's conflicting. Yeah, it is. Because it's, it's a horrible person. Yeah, but it's like the, if someone murdered uh, what's that guy's Brock Turner, the rapist. If someone murdered Brock Turner, the rapist, everybody be like, hell yeah, dude, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. but they. It's also like, you can't. Who are you to take someone's life? Like, I have very strong views on people who should be killed. Agreed. Um, Yeah, but also it's like you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's. I don't know how I can put it in any better words. It is. It's It's very. It's a very, very hard one. So after the film premiered, uh, a criminal defense attorney named Jody Cole uh, approached uh, Linklater, who was the screenplay writer for this movie. She told him that she wanted to read the record of the first trial. And Linklater contacted Bernie about Jody Cole, and Bernie agreed that he would allow her to represent him in court. Um, so oh, Jody shit. Cole discovers that among the items police confiscated from Bernie's house after his arrest were four books on childhood sexual abuse. Uh, when she went to see Bernie, he eventually and very reluctantly told her that he had endured years of molestation as a boy at the hands of an uncle. Uh, this was also information he never told his first lawyer. Interesting. Um, so Cole then has Richard uh, Pasikoff, a well-known Houston forensic psychiatrist, interview Bernie. And based off their conversation, Pasikoff issued a report concluding that uh, Bernie's quote-unquote, ability to uh, repress and and compartmentalize the abusive events from child and adolescence was ultimately overwhelmed Hmm. by the repeat and extensive psychological abuse he suffered from Miss Nugent. Pesikoff also said that on November 19th, 1996, Nugent uh, had made some unpleasant comments about one of Bernie's friends, and Bernie completely lost control of his emotions and behavior in quotes and experience a psychological disassociative experience. So and that's I, what she's saying is when she shot him. Yeah. I couldn't remember when, he shot her. when I mentioned that earlier, I couldn't remember if that was when he shot her, but that, that's what happened is oh. she had mentioned, said some things about one of his friends. And I guess that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, Interesting. So the original psychiatrist who had testified at the first trial that Bernie knew what he was doing when he killed Marjorie was asked to make a new examination and take into consideration the new evidence that had been presented. And after meeting with Bernie, he changed his mind and believed that Bernie had experienced a disassociative episode. Even the fucking DA in this case, uh, who was quoted saying, we don't forgive back shooters in Texas, especially someone who shoot who back shoots a woman, an old lady. Yeah, an old lady. Yeah. So he even changed his mind when presented with new no evidence, shit. stating that if he'd known about Bernie's sexual abuse, he would have prosecuted him under sudden passion provision, uh, which, which, is, I which mean, should that's have what it seemed like. Yeah, it, it is what it seemed like, which would have resulted in no more than twenty years, oh. and even said, I, "I now feel that a life sentence is an inappropriate sentence for Mister wow. T." Um, and. Uh, that's fast. Obviously, um, so on May of 2014, they finally get, uh, they set aside Bernie's original life sentence. They allow him to go free on bond and tex- until the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals decides whether a new sentencing trial should be uh, convened. So after 16 years behind bar- bars, Bernie walks out of the courthouse and moved into a garage oh, wow. apartment behind Linklater's house in Austin, the screenwriter of this place. By Link? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No shit. So, um, of course, members of Marjorie's family are pissed. 
saying that the DA had changed his mind because he was, quote-unquote, wooed by the celebrities yeah. in the movie. The DA stated that this is not the case, telling, the, yeah, telling that doesn't them, make sense. quote, unquote, my job is to follow the evidence, evidence no matter where it leads. Uh, and, and he, like the he tells movie this, doesn't mention any of yeah, the sexual abuse he, stuff. He tells this to the guy who wrote this Texas Monthly article. So on April 6th of 2016, Bernie stands trial once more, even though... Uh, even with the new evidence brought to light, you know, they, they take into account that Bernie had a disassociated episode, that he was sexually abused as a child, stuff like that. You know what we didn't mention is what? that the, this is the director of Dazed and Confused. Is it really? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, uh, I like, definitely did not know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, same director. Uh, let me let me. <laughs> he look. wrote and produced that, too. That's crazy. Dazed and Confused and the one I mentioned, too. Um, uh, everybody wants him. That's crazy. I didn't know that that was the same director. Um, so... At this new trial, it took around three weeks. I think it took about two years for the trial to start, and then the trial itself took three weeks. More than 80 witnesses took the stand. Uh, you know, Pesikoff and, and the other psychologists repeated their assertions that Nugent's murder was not premeditated. Um, Peskov said that Teed was like a battered wife who was not able to leave an abusive relationship. I'm quoting the article yeah, here. Yeah. So like I said, if you want to read more about this, and I highly encourage you to, texasmonthly.com. Uh, slide, just look up Texas Monthly. Uh, I think it's called Bernie in Hell is the name of the article. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So um, they also talk about while he was free on bond, how he had gone to work for two nonprofit groups that seek to improve conditions for prison inmates. He was a member of a men's course and uh, uh, choir in Austin, as well as Methodist Church in his neighborhood. He even dressed up as Santa Claus on Christmas and passed out presents to children and attended therapy. A ther murderer. Uh, yeah, attended therapy once a week. Um, was the town back with him? Like, was he? Fighting? Yeah, they were yeah. still. They were still all about him. He okay. didn't drink. He didn't. He didn't do drugs. He didn't break any laws. He, you of know, course not. Uh, no. he hugged well wishers on the streets. There was no reason witnesses say to send this man back to prison. Uh, you know, even Linklater took the stand in this uh, trial and acknowledged that he had become one of Bernie's biggest supporters. Um, even staging like you know a private gal to raise funds for Holy for his shit. defense in which. Jack Black and Teed performed at. Whoa! Uh, yeah, yeah. Jack Black was like so yeah. involved in yeah. this. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. And Linklater me. also testifies that he did not hesitate to let Bernie babysit his two youngest daughters. Um, like that's, that's fascinating. That is how much they like trusted Bernie. Also, they and, were like, very involved. Yeah. In oh, this. yeah. They were more involved than I thought they were when I started reading this. I was like, oh my god! Like they, like Jack Black and and the and Linklater were like in, they were fucking in this case. Wow. Um. They show and, at the end of the movie him talking to Bernie, Jack Black, and you're like, oh, wow, he met him. I didn't know they were fucking hanging yeah, out. Yeah, they were, like, performing doing Performing together. It's fucking absolutely... You got, um, hey, did you see that Jack Black and that murderer concert? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Oh, for, for the murder gala. Um, and uh, so, let's see. I'm going to look at this article real quick, just so, because we're almost at the end, but I want to make sure, you know, you understand how, you know, how the defense for this trial was like you know he doesn't need to go back to jail like he's obviously he's, he's 16 years man he's sir yeah if he would have you know like i said if he would have been prosecuted under the crime of passion uh penal code he would have gotten 20 years max um uh so and then like a financial investigator from the attorney general's office said that during Nugent's years with Teed, at least three million had been transferred. Three from her, million yeah, had transferred from her accounts to his. 
Tiedon did invest some of the money in such ventures as an aviation company at the local airport. The Western Wear store was real, Square. too. Yeah. That's but according so to the funny. investigator, T did invest all the money, presumably keeping it to himself. What's more, the investigator said, it appeared as if Teed had faked multiple deposit checks to make Nugent think uh, Birdie was putting money back wow, into her account. Wow, that's pretty ruthless. Yeah, yeah. And he also seemed to, uh, it also appeared that he had forged other financial documents to make it seem like, seem as if investments were turning a profit. Um, they describe what Bernie was doing as a one-person Ponzi scheme. That's interesting. Um, so, and but in Bernie's defense, they made it clear that, that Marjorie was like, I want him to spend my money however he wants to. Like she, like I said, she's even quoted saying, I hope he spends it all before I die so my family doesn't get any of it. Uh, so she, like, they're making this defense, yeah. but she, Marjorie truly didn't give a shit how Bernie spent her no. money. She did not care in and the people, slightest. people, like, can't seem to, like, imagine that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it, but it, I'm like, it's just a miserable old lady with it, nothing else. Yeah, and especially, you know, she went from being this, like, I don't want anyone to touch my money to, like, letting Bernie. She trusted Bernie so much that she was like, yeah, do whatever you want. Um, so, it's because he's that wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And so on the final day of the trial, in the last you know, prosecution's last hurrah, they called to the stand Michael uh, Arambula, who was a psychiatrist in San Antonio, and at the request of prosecutors that interviewed Bernie just weeks before the trial began. Uh, compared with the defense team psychiatrist, so uh, Peskoff and the other individual who were like, yeah, okay, after we learn about this trauma that he had as a child, you know, because fucking uh, childhood sexual abuse is like no fucking joke. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had a disassociative episode, which we, you know, they believe that's what he yeah. learned how to, the, what his co- coping mechanism was for when he endured this abuse as a child. Um, uh the what was the name Michael Rambula he says that he believed Bernie seemed to have gotten over his episodes of sexual abuse and as for Bernie's gotten relationship with Nugent Arambula said there was some tension but it didn't appear to closely resemble a domestic violence relationship uh, okay yeah which uh, he, and he said he wasn't convinced that uh, Bernie's murder of Marjorie was a result in sudden passion set off by angry comments about Bernie's friends uh, he said it was a result of Bernie's uh, cumulative inher- uh, intolerance of the widow and in its most damaging comments around the stated that teed exhibit signs of narcissism and and an antisocial personality which makes Bernie, no really? fucking sense dude like antisocial antisocial narcissism He's, that it sounds like he's spending all of his money on everybody else. Yeah, and and I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and act like Bernie gave all the money to other people. Like he obviously spent some of it on yeah. his own, you know, it just is what it is. It's a lot of fucking money. Um and Basically, he concludes that the psychiatrist concludes that it, uh, you know, there was no guarantee that Bernie would not engage uh, in duplicitous behavior again once he's released. Um, Bernie didn't testify during the trial. Uh, there, his defense felt it was too big of a gamble for their for Bernie to endure uh, a withering cross examination from the prosecution. Um, so, um. Finally, the trial is coming to an end. Uh, Cole told the jury that Bernie is still distraught, shaking and weeping because he has to live with the fact that he killed his best friend, essentially. Um, yeah, you know, it's sad. Sure. Uh, she continued saying, Bernie got to put Bernie got put in jail for life for having a mental break. We didn't understand when and what ha- uh, when uh, we didn't understand then when that happened yeah, to yeah. him, but we have a better picture now. Right. 
Um, Cole asked the jury to sentence Bernie to either time served or three more years in prison, which would give him a total of 20, 20 years of yeah. punishment. Yeah. Uh, we're asking that he be able to reenter society after a tragic incident and said he has healed and he bring, he will bring good to things to people's yeah. lives. So, um, but the prosecution, um, insisted that Bernie was pulling a long con on a Jesus. dignified widow who had not tormented him at all. Um, they, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, honestly, Fuck the honestly, state. uh, and, and, uh, they speculated that Bernie had feared, uh, that mismanagement of Nugent's accounts was about to be revealed, stuff like that. And that, so he executed her before she could figure out where missing money went, which that just doesn't make any fucking sense no, because if Marjorie's like, all. spend my money however you want, why would she give a fuck about m- some money? Why, going? why would he have to fake yeah, it? Why would, yeah. Why? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, uh, in this article, I want to read this part too. It says, as the jury begins its deliberation, I saw Teed standing uh, with a couple of his friends in the hallway. When I asked him how he was feeling, he said, I know it's not looking good. He wiped his eyes. I just hope the jury sees the truth. And so the jury deliberated for four hours. And on April 22nd of 2016, the jury of 10 women and two men, after deliberating for just over four hours, Ten issued, women and two men. Issued a new sentence of 99 years or life for what Bernie. What the fuck? Uh, Bernie reside, resided in Telford Unit, uh, Texas Department of Corrections, for 15 years. As of 2021, Bernie is incarcerated at the John B. Cornell Unit of TDOC in Kennedy, Texas. He is not eligible for parole until August 2nd of 2029. 2029. Yeah. So, I That's mean, it's closer than I thought. How old is Bernie they mentioned, right now? They mentioned in the movie, and I didn't bring this up. He said he got life in prison, no chance for parole for 50 years, which would have been when he was 89. Oh, fuck. But I was like, you didn't really say anything like that, so that kind of just sounded made up. Yeah, yeah. That sounded made up I mean, completely. The, yeah, I got Wikipedia says he's not eligible for parole until 2029. How I old mean, is he? I don't know. Let me Bernie, well, how do we not geez. find that? I didn't. I just. Didn't oh wait, see. didn't you say it at the beginning? What he was you... born August second, sixty two. He's sixty two right now. So I mean, he could definitely. So he have like eight more years. Seventy. Oh man, that's um, brutal. That sucks. But I mean, I feel like if he gets out on parole, I think he'll he'll be fine. I think he'll be okay. I I am stunned by how that all turned out. I'm, like, furious at the jury, yeah. the second jury. Like I said, there's a lot more on this case. Go read the the Texas Monthly article because, like, I quoted a lot of it because it's just such a good article, and, like, Wikipedia really didn't have shit on the case. Like, it had the, the what happened, when it happened, how it happened, who it happened to, or whatever, but it just didn't have uh, the meat and potatoes that the, the, the Texas Monthly article he- did. And that article is by, just so I can give him credit for fucking reading off uh, is Skip Hollinsworth, who did a great job talking to Bernie and getting all this information. So it's please just give like, it a better read. I don't know. How the fuck could anyone be a con man like that? I don't know. For I, so long, yeah, and, to such a degree. Just from the outside looking What's in, getting? it doesn't make any sense on why he would be conning Marjorie. Like, I get maybe the fact that, you know, she was not good to him. So he was like, I want to spend this money, but I don't want to deal with Marjorie. I, I mean, could see that yeah. aspect, but it why not make it worth it? Yeah, yeah but, but Bernie doesn't exhibit like those those like from what I read doesn't exhibit that that kind of person. That kind of trait. shit would turn up. And Marjorie was like old as fuck to begin with, so she I would assume yeah. probably didn't have a lot of years left in her. Um, not that that means you can kill old people. Yeah, 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 yeah no, but still like It's just less sad. If yeah, <laughs> if he was doing this whole long con or whatever, 
Um, it just uh, it, it wouldn't make sense for him to shoot her. No, um, not at all. Let's see how old this she is was. Pretty nuts. She, um, I, I'm. <sighs> she was 81 years old. Jesus. So it's like I mean, she hey, John McCain's best... mom lived 22 years longer than yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so I mean, she, she has just been a quarter done. Access <laughs> to, she has access to the best best health care. So true. like, I would say like. At most, she would live to be 100. 100 would be crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be insane. But I just So she's still filled with hate. It just, yeah, for real. People who are filled with hate live the longest, dude. I know. Um, fucking, it just, it doesn't make sense to me that Bernie would kill her because there would be, his, his financial dealings would be exposed. You know, you know what really, like, seals the deal for me on this thing? What? Is that Jack Black was friends with this dude. Yeah, yeah, Jack Black, so, you and, like, don't even think about it as, like, Jack Black's cool, so he approves of yeah. it, so I do. It's like Jack Black is a famous star who is willing to associate with a murderer, yeah, a yeah. known he murderer. He believes in them that much. Uh, and, like, um, could risk pretty serious backlash from an association like that. Yeah. And hasn't. Uh, that is a, what a fascinating case. Dude, it's insane. It really makes me want to read that book I was saying because I love the idea of someone being so awful that when something bad happens to him, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh well, you know. Um, so, do you think Bernie ne- Bernie should have gone to prison? Right? I think yeah, he definitely should have gone to prison. I guess? think I think twenty years would have been fine. I think uh, I think he should have just done like maybe way less, and the rest should be in a mental institution. Yeah, he that should, could, that could definitely be help. it too. Yeah, yeah. psychiatric institution. I could I could agree with that. Um, I definitely think he should have. He should face some kind of punishment because he fucking murdered somebody. I think he has already, but I think he has. Yeah, I was about to say that. I think he's he's definitely paid his dues. You know, he wasn't like I said. It just nothing about that makes sense for him to be like, I'm going to kill her because financial dealings are coming are going to be exposed when Marjorie literally was like, I don't care. Yeah, of course he's not making money. She did not care who how he spent her money. So why would he fear? she was going to find out what he was doing. It just doesn't make any sense at all. That's, um, what a sad and it's, story. It's so funny to me that, like, as as the article portrays it, that Marjorie's family was, like, pissed off and, like, I want justice for my mother, but Fuck no, you the don't. only reason, you know, you, like, she it, she took him out of her will. She took you guys out of your yeah, will. And, and, and we're like, okay, then you, all of a sudden, I can't get a hold of her, and you come and try to find her, and then... And I would imagine if Bernie gets persecuted, uh, the will gets rewritten to go back to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly. I kind of wondered about that, too. That's a good point. But then again, but also, like, doesn't also, he seem like he's looking for that money again? Yeah, well, I mean, like, he was a physician, too, so he's not he's not doing bad for himself as well. But also... Uh, no, I was talking about Bernie. Oh, Bernie, yeah. Seem like Bernie yeah, it doesn't seem like Bernie cares about he's trying anymore. to get the money back whenever he gets out of prison or whatever. But also, like, I understand being mad because someone did kill your fucking mom. So even if you didn't have a good relationship, but I'm also still like, your, your, your parent. You know, my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. But if my mom got murdered, I wouldn't be surprised enough. Fucking slide it. Yeah, that's fair. And I'd be like, I mean, nah, it, it's like, I don't know. It sucks because a long are, time coming. It sucks because there's a parent. They're a parent, but you're also like, all right, they're shitty. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like when a shitty person finally gets the fucking what's coming to them. It's like it's hard to feel bad yeah, for. Them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I only hope that the afterlife exists so Marjorie can see how fucking not sad everyone. Yeah, was that yeah, she about got her murdered. death. Yeah, that, like that. You know that. To me, speaks volumes. One of them, one of them, I, I don't know if you said it, but one of the people were like, "Oh, I would have shot her for five dollars." Yeah, 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 okay. That it's just like, yeah. 
unbelievable what a piece of shit she was. Yeah, to be, that, to be that bad of a person that somebody, like, people... I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and fucking say that, like, I'm a great person. I definitely have been a piece of shit for a good part of my life, and, you know... Nothing but like also, you, Nothing like Victor or yeah, Marjorie, yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, you must have been a real fucking fire breather or something to... to yeah, get people that are not on your side. So it sounds like the movie was pretty faithful yeah, up pretty to accurate, when it was. Yeah. 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 Um, the only thing I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's really any serious discrepancies. I think, and from what you said, and from what scanning over that article, it's like it seems like maybe there was some stuff missing in the movie that would have made Bernie look a little more calculated. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something about like the forged documents. I'm like, they didn't say shit about forged yeah, documents. Yeah, yeah, And forged documents would be kind of sus. It would. But I, also, the article said it appeared that they were forged. Yeah. And I was like, what are you saying? And I don't know if the forged documents were when Marjorie was alive or if he forged those documents either, yeah. to, to make it seem like Marjorie was still alive. I thought was it was when alive. she was alive. Um, to, I thought it was when she was alive so that she didn't know about something. Yeah, okay. That was the point. I yeah. could see that. I mean, it's still, it, it's just to me, it's like maybe Bernie was just scared that she would get mad at him and he would have to endure more... Of her uh, shitty attitude towards them. I'm gonna be I don't honest. Know. I kind of want to write a letter to Bernie now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone. Gonna... This whole thing's about people going to prison for not what they deserve. Yeah, except yeah, for Panagain. Yeah. Those, yeah, yeah, those guys should die. Definitely deserve <laughs> what they got. Scum yeah, yeah. human beings. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that's but crazy. you know, yeah. Overall, the movie covered a great depiction of what happened. The movie itself was wonderful. Yeah. And you know, learning more about what happened to him after all of this too. I am fucking astounded that he got hit with that 99 years. Me too, ago. yeah. That's Especially like crazy. I feel like him I even him serving like if they were like you serve another 10 years if uh, would have been fine. 99. But 99 years. And I'm just, you know, I think the life sentence is almost as fucking horrible as the death sentence. Yeah. And I'm like not everybody deserves a death sentence. And like it shows the real fucking nuance in all this. Yeah. Like the the dudes the painting gang guys were butchers yeah they, they were yeah monsters, they were they you know? were fucking but the end result was murders. the end result was someone was dead because of their actions and that's the same thing here yeah but like Bernie was like so the opposite yeah, such a wonderful person and he killed such a terrible person yeah, yeah. that everyone's like ah, I don't know I don't a fascinating know, man. case yeah very I really like like it. I yeah. said I think Bernie definitely deserves a punishment because yeah. he did kill somebody, but I feel like 99 years, especially after already serving no 16. Yeah, I feel like oh, that's a little and it much. said in the mo- movie that he in prison was knitting. Yeah, he was. Cro- for yeah, people he was, who died. He was crocheting. Uh, he was cross stitching tributes for. I'm people. like, yeah, what a con. Yeah, yeah, real con real artist. Con man, yeah, dude. I was like, what the uh, fuck that's ever. Fucking crazy, but yeah, great that is, story. That is the story of Bernie, Bernie TD uh, or whatever. Yeah, Bernie yeah, TD. Yeah, definitely go watch the movie. Please read that article from Texas Monthly. It's fucking super in depth. Uh, I got a lot of my information from there because. There just really wasn't anything of substance on this case it's besides a pretty, the Texas Monthly article. Yeah, and, and you know, the the uh, Pain and Gain one was kind of like that. The I Love You, Philip Morris one was more like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Brian Wells one was even worse. Like, yeah. not a lot of people cover that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like a lot of the stuff only stays alive because of pretty dedicated journalists yeah. and whatever. I think that's Absolutely. cool. I think it's great. So the next movie we're doing is Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher, okay. Uh, first movie on our whole list that doesn't even try to be a comedy, okay, despite cool. having Steve Carell <laughs> and Channing Tatum in it. 
It's not a funny movie. Okay. I'm going to rewatch it. Oh, I'm doing the real crime for that one. Yeah, I'll have to do some real research then. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to rent this movie. Do you? Yeah, I, I, it used to be on not, Netflix. It's on Tubi for free, but it's for Amazon Prime. It's two ninety nine, which isn't that bad. I'll send you some. I'll send I, it if you want it. No, no, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Two fucking three dollars. <laughs> no, no. Oh, your cat just drank out of my water. Well, that's why you don't that's, put them yep, on the ground. Right. Well, it's either. All right. <laughs> so we're going to finish and we'll be back next week with Foxcatcher. Yes, sir. You guys should, if you're listening along, and I know that like 30 of you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should watch the movie before we do the episode so we can do like, it's like a discussion and we're yeah, not ruining it yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. That's what we've been encouraging people uh, I don't know if we're going to be done after that, but I don't we'll know. figure we, it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll, 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 once we hit that episode, we will see where how we're feeling about it. But, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Um, if you don't already follow me on other social medias, we do true crime uh, vlogs and stuff like that on my YouTube channel. We stream on Twitch just about every day and every night. Uh, thanks for tagging along with us on another episode of Snacks Packs. We hope you have the best day ever. All the good things happen to you. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself, and we will see you again next week. Bye-bye.